When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 90 Day Fiancé WTF Podcast, a weekly hangout to talk about what the fuck we all just watch on TLC's 90 Day Fiancé. I am Nadia, and with me is my co-host, Juan. What's up, everybody? Hey, Nadia. What? Is he recording an album or is Zayed intentionally trying to make Rebecca insecure? <laughs> Did you watching... see that outfit he was wearing? <laughs> Are we watching a remake of... <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, like who is his stylist? <laughs> hey, he's pretty fly. I know! Right? And I was just like... Props, man. Props. <laughs> it's like he just came to America and then all of a sudden he just wants to be a rock star. I'm like, you go, Zayed. Man. But I don't know, you know, I, I know that at least I think Rebecca isn't going to be too happy about that. <laughs> too happy about the glow up? The glow up, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing, right? Not only does it make her definitely look older, he's actually, I think, looking a lot younger than he did this season than he did previously. He's actually aging backwards now. Benjamin <laughs> buttoning like, it. <laughs> yeah, the bright colors, the skinny jeans. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, is TLC styling this guy right now? Or is this the real Zayed coming out now that he's in the USA and, you know, he's got a sugar mama situation going on. He's like, all right, well, I kind of like these pants. I like this jacket. <laughs> you think maybe he's just bringing his A game to the U.S. because now that he's in Possibly. the U.S., he's like, party! <laughs> Possibly. So part of me thinks that maybe being in America, he's actually letting loose. I don't know how strictly he followed his religion, but I think when you're in America, or just wherever you go, I think you tend to acclimate to how things are. If I was visiting another country, right? What's the saying? When in Rome, Right. So he's in America now. So um, whether or not this is influenced by him coming to America is, is, is debatable. But I think he could just be like trying to do him now. Like, Or is that TLC money? Yeah. Being put into good use. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. I, I can't put it past TLC making it up, right? Yeah. He'd be shopping An at hour Express. Be- an hour before the cameras come on, you know, he, he probably sits in a chair and they're handing him clothes and he's putting on clothes and they're doing his hair. I mean, who knows what happens behind the scenes, but. <laughs> uh, you know, I like to think he's just very well groomed. And I think he has this glow up because I think we can tell that he's losing weight. So therefore he's looking younger. Yeah. Yeah. So Rebecca better watch out because people like Hannah is going to be like, hey, can I help you move? She's got something to worry about. Yeah. Do we want to so, continue talking about them then? You know, I just, I don't have a lot to say about them. I just think it's a continuation of the argument they were having. And I think it was fabricated to give them more camera time because there is nothing new. Who shows up to your job to argue with you about like, knock, knock. Hey, it's me. Can we continue that argument we had? Wait, but first, here's some chicken for you. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I I didn't have much to say. And again, he was super dressed up. It was almost like, we're going to stage this. You know, he's like, all right, well, let me look good. (laughs) Put on my face. Do my hair. Get my hair did. Hey, so the tea I got about Ziet and Rebecca, and I think for most couples... And I, I feel kind of silly saying this, and I, I'm sure some of our listeners would probably think like, okay, this is so naive of them to not know this. But apparently Ziet and Rebecca are already married. 
they're married already. Yeah. I mean, and, and that means a lot of these couples who filmed on 90 Day Fiance, uh, they're legally married, is what I'm saying. Yeah. And they're just filming this for the sake of filming this for drama. So it's a successful season then. <laughs> as far as you know getting yeah getting I, cuffed this season i would <laughs> say with, with the exception of stephanie whom i think a lot of people are starting to see that she's a sex tourist and amira and andrew i think you yeah. can safely assume that a lot of the other couples are already married they're probably registered in the courthouse or something yeah um, so we're yeah. good i kind of expected aside from the timing I kind of expected Rebecca and Zaya to work out. I yeah. that that's a couple that I, I kind of already knew. This this is a couple that's going to work out. Whether or not they stay together is a different thing because I, I do think he is kind of young still. We'll see, but I saw them working out. Yeah, especially after we've broken down the whole like them using Ramadan as an excuse. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is clearly fabricated. There's no reason why they should kick up a big fuss about this. Yeah. So I figured, okay, there's something to this. They're already married. They're just creating this fake drama for us. But yeah. happy for them, regardless. Good for them. <laughs> we want to move on to Brendan and Julia. So this scene to me, I thought was just a big miscommunication. She's misinterpreting it, right? And I, you know, took Brandon's side on this. I'm bad at dates like remembering dates, remembering birthdays, remembering anniversary dates. I would have been him when she was like, oh, you know, May 9th. I would have fucking been him. I don't know, right? And I get it. It was a special moment. But for him, and this was what was funny, because for him, it was a moment where he was fucking drunk. And he was just like, you look like my future wife. You know, and but for her, it was like, oh, and she made the biggest deal out of it. Yeah. For and her, it's like, like, <laughs> for him, it's like a drunk encounter. <laughs> yeah. For him, it was a drunk encounter. He shot his shot. And I don't know why, like, the love of God's granted his wish. And whether <laughs> it was fate or not, he ends up with her. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm sure it's a special moment for her. And I'm sure for a lot of people, your initial encounter is special. And for a lot of people, some people count the initial encounter as the anniversary date. So I get that. I get how important that is. But at the same time, I don't think him not remembering that. And just not that, but him not caring particularly about wedding details, like him not caring about how many people Wait. show up. You're starting to talk like her. Him no care about... Oh, him no care. (laughs) Right. Him no care about wedding. (laughs) Him no care about dates. Ladies, give us some leeway here. We love you. There are certain things that just because we care little about does not mean we love you any less. She's having a hard time with that. She thinks, why are you marrying me? Why am I marrying you... If I don't remember the dates, why am I marrying you? If I don't know how many people are going to be in attendance for guys, why does that fucking matter? I love you. And I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And that's what matters. Like, I don't know how many people are going to show up, how many plates and dishes we're going to order. I don't care what's going to be on the menu. Well, I do. I'm one of those guys. Like, <laughs> we're going to have prime rib and we're going to have like a fish option. That damn surf and prime turf. Prime rib, right. And no less than a 97 vintage wine for all the guests. Open wow, bar. Wow, you to be. really thought about this. <laughs> now I really want to get invited. I know but that, getting... here's the thing. <laughs> That's the extent at which I'm probably of my involvement in, the, in wedding planning. But that doesn't mean I don't love you. Right. Or I love you any less. So I think she's having a hard time with that and the way she's interpreting it. And I think many women would too, is that if you don't remember these things, that means you don't love me or that you don't care. So maybe it doesn't necessarily mean you don't love me, but that you don't care. And if you don't care, that also means you don't love me. And I think that's a fallacy in logic to kind of make that leap. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I don't care about 
the wedding details, but I do want to marry you. And that's, to me, that's what's important. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. To me, that's important. And I think you're amazing. And I think you're phenomenal. And let's do the damn thing already. Yeah. That's what's important. So I just think this whole scene was a big miscommunication. The way I wrote in my notes is remembering things is not my love language. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's, that's just not the love language I speak, but I understand for people, for people that is, that's important. Like, Hey, that picture, doesn't that picture remind you of our first date? (laughs) Oh, like, (laughs) you know, I understand how sentimental that kind of action is. Yeah. I'm totally with you there. I know that some people are not good with dates. I'm not great with dates or names, but (laughs) Yeah, you're right. It's definitely a fallacy in the logic there. And yeah, I would chalk this down to a miscommunication. Yeah. My biggest takeaway from their scene is the fact that Brendan is just showing a lack of interest, possibly because he's not into the fanfare of the wedding. He's more into let's just get married. Let's just legalize it. And he's not about walking down the aisle or like, you know, seating arrangements. Yeah. More about let's just GSD, get shit done. Right? Get shit done. GSD. <laughs> Is that a thing? We gonna it, make that. Hashtag it, GSD. GSD. Yeah. GSD. So if I can fault him for one thing though, even if these details are not important, I think he could show her a little more excitement. Yeah, and for I think sure. That's, that's maybe what she's looking for. Like, aren't you excited? Our big day's coming and you're not excited. Why aren't you as excited as I am? Again, we mentioned this last week. Fiancés, husbands, whatever have you, don't normally get to see the dress. This is an intimate moment that you are privy to. And people know this. This is not customarily done. And you're just kind of just like, "Eh," you know, blasé about it. So come on, man. Show a little bit of Yeah, show a little bit. Like, Like you need to be appreciating this moment right now. You're lucky to be in this situation right now. Yeah. You know, and, and like I, I say, it's think... momentous for her, but yeah. to him, it's like, it's just another event. And I'm guessing maybe part of it could be because they have no money, you know? Mm-hmm. And usually, you know, that could it, be... yeah, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Lon, but in the Western world, the women typically foot the bill when it comes to the wedding. But I'm guessing for her case, since she's a foreigner, I don't know if she's going to be paying for the wedding since she's not working. Right. And her parents are not there. So I'm guessing her parents are not footing the bill. Yeah. Um, So I think he's more of like, you know what? We can't even afford to move out. Why are we like making this such a big deal? Why are we throwing such a grand party just to get married? Let's save our money and focus on moving out of my parents' farm. Maybe that's why. I agree 100%. Also, that just financial situations can dampen anything. Oh, you can yeah. be ha- everyone can be having a time of your life. And if you're there, but you've got money on your mind, fuck, like, how much is this going to cost? Yeah. All day you know, I could, <laughs> yeah, I can totally see how if that, that's in the back of his mind, that he's not having a lot of fun at all. <laughs> yeah. But serious question, though. Are churches supposed to be closed on Mother's Day? Churches, are they closed? It's a Sunday, I think, right? Yeah, I, I thought churches are open on Sunday. Yeah. Like, I don't know what's the big deal with his mom being all like, see, I told you. Or it's not just her, but it's the, the church lady that's like, well, you're really sure you want to get married on Mother's Day? Like, yeah. What is the big deal? You only get married once. Mother's they Day happens every seem year. Like, they made it seem like at that town that they're at, that Mother's Day is big. such a big it's thing. A big yeah, deal. it's like sacrilegious yeah. to like do anything else except celebrate your. Mom. And here's here's another thing. It's not even on Mother's Day. It's on Mother's Day weekend. Right. So like the wedding is on Saturday, and then Mother's Day is the next day. Yeah. So what the fuck is the problem? <laughs> You're making a mountain out of a molehill here. Like they just. <laughs> I don't know. It's a reach. I'm wondering if this is all just like a reach. And then TLC is like, hey, you got to do it Mother's Day weekend. And then have people bitch about it. 
it's not that big a deal. We can do both. It's going to be a huge weekend. If anything, the weekend will be funner because of it. Right. I get married, you know what I mean, on the Saturday and then Sunday we, we get, get to celebrate. celebrate. Yeah. yeah. So what's the big WTF. deal? <laughs> there we go. So that's not my moment, by the way. People. All right. All right. No worries. We'll wait. We'll wait. Okay. So do we want to get Stephanie and Harris out of the way? Stephanie Harris. Harris. She called him Ryan. Ryan. I know. I caught that, dude. Well, at first I didn't catch it, but then people start posting memes about her mistaking his name. And I watched it again. I was like, oh my God. Facepalm. What yeah. the hell, man? At least get your boy toy names right. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I mean, it, it might not be a big deal, but he I've, had, anyway. I've had I've had slip-ups like that where people are like, Freudian slip, you were thinking of somebody else. I'm like, nah, I made an honest mistake. But like, just the way the scene lined up, right? I just yeah. don't think that was an honest mistake. And how loopy she looks. Like, we keep talking yes. about how she's like her... Facial expressions are questionable because it's it's almost like she was downing Xanax with mm-hmm. alcohol or something or something, you know, like, I yeah. don't know what it is. But yeah. you can tell she was trying very hard to listen to his story about having three kids, yeah. and living with his baby mama and whatever. Did she mention in a previous episode that she was on meds? For some reason, I'm having this memory that she... You mentioned that she's on meds, but I thought you meant those pills that she took to for supplements like supplements not but not like meds so like i know she takes supplements but i don't think that's the side effects of like vitamins or right i i don't know what's going on there but oh she's she's definitely under the influence (laughs) Uh, yeah for sure what was the conversation they were having about his baby mama because when i saw the scene I thought he was talking about, oh, I have a baby mama and my kids here. Yeah. And then she's like, what do you think about coming to America? And he's like, I'm down. And I'm like, what you were just talking? It was a record yeah. scratch moment. Yeah, and, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Here? <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. So was he just saying, oh, by the way, FYI, I have a baby mama and kids here, but I don't give a shit. Was it kind of like that? Because that threw me for a loop why did you mention them if you're just like gonna hop on a plane like it's such a huge irony because in the previous sentence he said i have three kids that i need to support and i don't okay, get so along I've... with my baby mama and the next sentence when he was asked do you want to go to the u.s then he was like yeah hell yeah i'm right there with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you want to leave your kids behind to go follow this woman to the U.S.? Yeah. What are you, the Fresh Prince? Like, and did he drop the L bomb, or was that in the preview? The preview. Okay. Yeah, right. that oh dude, gosh. opportunistic. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I get it. It's his hustle, but holy shit, so insincere to just drop the L bomb. But apparently, like how they're justifying this is during the one-on-one interview, she said, even though. I was with Ryan, and yes, I slept with Harris. Harris and I have kept in touch ever since. So she's trying to justify why Harris is now in her life. Right. That they've had a relationship. It was behind the scenes. They've had a friendship. Yeah, yeah, but it was there. It was developing. Right. They were talking to each other. This isn't a, we had a one night stand. I don't know who he is. And now he's back in my life. It's like, there's a build-up here. There's, and she there's puts history it, here. Harris, this is not revenge <laughs> sex. <laughs> I just want you to know it's not revenge sex. Okay. So, I'm sorry, y'all. Like, oh, if you're on drugs, please don't be in front of the cameras because we can tell. <laughs> she she was she was super sloppy. I know, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't want the cameras to be rolling when I'm at my worst. Right. So it's just one of those things where she's human. That was definitely a mistake. <laughs> yeah, I think it happens to all of us. And, you know, I'm just lucky cameras weren't around when I was smashed. <laughs> like... oh my God. <laughs> Speaking of mistake, 
do we want to talk about Tariq's mistake of calling Minty and the backlash that he's facing after that from both Hazel and his friend Jake, who's like, to me, the MVP of this episode, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think he's over, Minty? Hell no. He So yeah. apparently he has a number on the phone. And he's yeah. <laughs> Remember, his friend was like, so you're going to delete her number? Yeah. And he was like, should I? I'm like, oh my All God. that did was confirm for me that whole... Oh, she could help us out. Nah, bruh. You set that up. You set that up to see if there was an opportunity to get Minty back into the relationship. So, dude, get rid of that stuff. And you know the person you're going to marry doesn't like her. And there's like zero relationship there. So he's holding on to that number for a reason. He's holding on to that number for a reason. And dude, if you're not for sure, if you don't want to let go of Minty then call the wedding off. It's a shithole thing to do, but it's better than lying to your wife once you're married. It's yeah. better than like being in a marriage where you promised somebody forever and you've still got another girl on your mind. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Better to break Hazel's heart now than to live this facade and keep it going for like, what, how long? A year, two years, five years? And then it's not fair to her and it's also not fair to you. I'm a firm believer in that, right? Don't get married for the wrong reasons. Like, yeah, it sucks. It's going to suck. You're going to hurt Hazel. But you're still going to hurt her when you are married and you're thinking about Minty and you're still chatting with Minty and Minty's number is still on your phone. So if this is something that's not going to work, admit it to yourself. It's better for the both of you to just say, look, I'm not over her and it sucks and I'm an asshole for it, I admit, but you would be happier with somebody else and so would I. Like... It's going to suck, but it's going to suck even more if you go through the marriage. My biggest problem with Tariq is him trying to gaslight Hazel into thinking that it's her fault. That she's feeling that way, even though it was his doing. He was the one who contacted Minty and he brought up the idea, right? We thought, okay, maybe TLC persuaded him to but still he agreed to it obviously if i'm hazel i wouldn't trust him i wouldn't believe him i would lose all trusts you yeah know? he tried like, to make it that it was the process of finding a girlfriend right. that pissed her off and not the fact that he was trying to hook up with his ex and then I'm he like... tried to shift it on her by saying like well how can we get married if she doesn't trust me <laughs> yeah <Like>, bro <laughs> You did this to yourself. You did this to your relationship. You, you can't, right? How can you blame it on her when it was your idea? You can't you, be deceiving. You can't lie and you can't like go back. You can't be untrustworthy and then expect someone's trust. Right. And then put it on them for not trusting you when you're being shady. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, the easiest thing for Tariq to do is to apologize for the slip up of contacting Minty. But instead, it seems like he's really adamant about keeping Minty around. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that he still talks about her, he still has her number. It's just very shady to me. It's hella shady. And I think Jake, his friend, called him out on it. Like he, Jake said, if this happened to him, engagement's off, wedding's off. Yeah, he said. (laughs) You know, he's like, yeah, it's so clear cut, so binary. But for Tariq, it's, well, you know, what's wrong with keeping in touch with Minty? Minty's your fucking ex, dude. Mm -hmm. Here's the other thing that is problematic to me. The fact that he said, what is wrong? She won. She's in the US. That doesn't make it okay for you to contact your ex. (laughs) What kind of fuzzy logic do you have there? Doesn't mean that Hazel's in the US, that she's now your fiance. Doesn't mean that it's not called winning if you're still in contact with your ex. I don't get that. It almost just goes to show where his mind, how this is still a transaction for right. him. Yep. He's like, to get you won. Like, yeah. you got what you wanted. You're in the US now. Like, now it's my turn. 
You know what I mean? Like this is a transaction. It just almost goes to show that, yo, like he's seeing this as a transactional thing rather than a marriage based on love. And he's like, okay, you got what you wanted. It's time for me to get mine too, you know? And And we called it in our previous (laughs) podcast too. We said, this is a transaction. He thinks that, okay, if I give her a green card, Mm -hmm. she'll let me get this relationship going, this threesome going. And then I'm going to use her bisexualism as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking gross, man. That's why I said I... I've been disgusted with him for He's the gross. past three. <laughs> Fucking gross. I mean, yeah, shopping at upscale men fashion. Who cares? I don't. Upscale. <laughs> Without a mask, like, did you see him and his? Yeah, I was yeah. like, that, dude, that triggered- cashier had a mask too. I, I know. thought maybe, yeah. The I was like, cashier- oh, maybe this is pre-COVID, and the cashier is like, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh wait, no, he's gonna ask. Yeah. So. This is another tea that I figured I would share with you, Lon. Some people speculated, and by some people, I mean the internet, right? Mm. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people there. <laughs> well, there's a faction of people that speculated that Tariq would have broken up with Hazel and gone with Minty uh, had he not signed up to be on 90 Day Fiancé. Because they felt that Tariq being with Hazel is basically him just rescuing her from poverty and homelessness. So they think that he felt compelled to continue with the storyline because mm. if he doesn't, he'll look like the biggest jerk ever to just just leave her. Where, where's Minty? Is Minty in America or is Minty... Minty's in Thailand. But I have a feeling that Minty has it better, like her situation is better than Hazel. So maybe Tariq felt like, okay, if I rescue Hazel, maybe she can get this threesome thing going by agreeing to let Minty be part of our lives, right? Yeah. And I think it's becoming clear, but that's the thing is that I think he just have to keep up with this because the cameras are still rolling. He still need that 90 day fiance money. And as you know, we broke the news here on our podcast that He's gone bankrupt. He filed a chapter 13. So he needs the money. If I were him, I'd have been like, it's still 90 Day Fiance if I'm in love with Minty. I'd have struck a deal. I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to look like shit, right? But I think he looks like shit now. Nothing would have changed. <laughs> the, the only thing that would have changed was that he'd have been in a relationship with someone who he actually does or is attracted to and has feelings for. Yeah. That's what it would change. But right now we think he's a jerk. You know what I mean? If he chased after Minty, we'd still see him as a jerk, but at least he would be happy. And in a relationship where he's not trying to like holler at an ex-girlfriend, or maybe he would have, maybe that's him. But I don't think you can sponsor two women at the same time. No, that's what I'm saying. Cut it off. Like end it. End it with Hazel. And yeah, we'd be like, man, you're fucked up. Yeah. But I think he's fucked up now. So like that, you know what I mean? Nothing would have changed. Yeah. The only thing that would have changed is that he would have been in a relationship with somebody that he's actually like into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even from the get go, I still don't understand why he didn't go for Minty because when he reintroduced himself on this season, you can tell when he talked about Thailand and Thai women he was like, I'm into that shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't know where the sword support. came in. Yeah, but, <laughs> that was like, random. But okay, that, that, that aside, that was very random. But like, you can tell that he's really into it. And I'm not and sure. He also, he also opened with, we broke up. Right. The, the signs are there, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the Dude, signs are there. You're into the minty. He needs an intervention from yeah, like, Dr. Phil or something. I don't know. <laughs> I can't help this guy. Hot mess. Hot mess. Hot mess <laughs> alert right here. <laughs> hey, uh, since we're on the topic of jerks, uh, do you want to talk about Andrew? Oh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, dude. So I'm disappointed in Amira. It 
caught me by surprise. So if their intention was to surprise me and what, what do they call it? A red herring or whatever, have me believe one thing and then boom, like, so I'll give it to them. Like I was surprised and disappointed that she decided to go on and, and do the whole Serbia thing. But every time Andrew's in a scene and he's all like, what's up, baby? Uh, fixing his hair. Baby, and baby. Trying to, yeah, <laughs> baby. Trying to like, optimal angle with his dirty ass nails. Holding I the can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. There's just something about that that just makes it even more like he's feigning concern about mm, her. Yeah. Like it just makes everything more inauthentic about him. Oh, like how was it? Oh, baby, you made the right choice. <laughs> We're going to be so happy. Like, can you stop bullshitting her, dude? Like every time he's on camera, I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> I hear you, man. I think a lot of people can't stand him. So. Yeah. Would you like to hear an unpopular opinion? Unpopular or popular? Unpopular opinion. Unpopular. Let's hear it. So the, the unpopular opinion that's been circulating out there in the interwebs is that Amira and Andrew signed up for this because Amira wants to increase her clout her influence and, and you know how we feel about clout chasers uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yep don't need to bring that up again <laughs> we, yeah. wow. so that's the unpopular opinion and that is why you see andrew defending himself particularly on the decision of the detention in mexico city so apparently someone leaked that when Amira was given one phone call, instead of calling Andrew or her dad, she called the 90 Day Fiancé producers. And apparently, Andrew called the Mexican embassy and the French embassy when she was detained. And apparently, he offered to fly to Mexico City, but she told him to stay put. I also, I saw something like that. It like was he all, posted the receipts. Yeah, right? he posted on, on the receipts. Yeah. Okay. And he I all, saw something like that, but I didn't like him. So I'm like, fuck this guy. I know, right? It's hard to believe okay. he's such a douchebag, you know. Yeah. I mean <laughs> All right, let's how, give him some credit. Keep going, believe, keep going. Yeah, how can you believe someone who drinks from a mug that has his own face? Is that his own face? <laughs> like, come on. Total distrust there. So yeah, like I think part of that receipt also showed how it was her idea to go to Mexico. So again, I guess this is a roundabout way of me saying that I want to believe her. I want to be Team Amira. Not that we have to take sides, but if we were to take sides, I would be Team Amira. Mm. But lately, a lot of people have been calling her out too because we like to think that Amira, it's not just beautiful, but she's talented and she's smart, mm. right? Um, why would someone like that be spineless? And not think for herself, for her own safety. Why would right. she take that leap of going to a foreign country and quarantining by herself? Why would she just bow down to everything that Andrew wants her to do? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just questioning that. And people are starting to question what is her motivation coming to the US? Right. And people refuse to believe that it's because of makeup stores. Like, we get it. You're obsessed over makeup. But we want to go to France to buy our makeup, not the other way around. No one yeah. wants to come to the U.S. just to buy makeup. Just a reminder, Sephora is from France. Yeah. That's where it originates from. But who wants to shop at Ulta Beauty? Like, seriously, what is the deal? I don't want to go to Target and shop for makeup. Like, nobody comes to the U.S. saying, like, yeah, it's because there's a shit ton of makeup stores. Like, no. <laughs> They're mostly you get important. the new, uh, uh, what is it? Not not the Kendall Jenner line, but isn't there, doesn't one of them have a new line of makeup? Yeah, like, yeah, you don't want to buy Kylie Cosmetics. Kylie. Yeah. Like, why? Kylie Cosmetics, that's what it is. You can, I mean, you can easily <laughs> buy that online, but you don't have to come to the US for that. Guys, it's overrated. Seriously. <laughs> so... I guess people are starting to question Amira's motivation. And I think collectively, we're all disappointed to see her fly to Serbia. Yeah. And that's the unpopular opinion. They're fooling us, man. 
Right. They're playing exactly. us. They're playing us. This is Tying another fraud. <laughs> yeah, it's another fraud. <laughs> frauded by TLC. Shout out to Frauded by TLC. I haven't yeah. caught one uh, one of their podcasts, but maybe I should get the scoop on really what's going on with, with Amir and Andrew. <laughs> I think they're called Frauded Media now. They changed their name. Oh, right, right. I think you did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lon. I'll let you pick who we want to talk about next. There are two more couples. Mike and Natalie and Jovi and Yara. Jovi and Yara. Mike and Natalie. All right. Do you want to start first? So, Bo's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. It was his 50th birthday. <laughs> I've been keeping that one in my pocket for a while and I just thought (laughs) now would be a perfect time to say it happy birthday to you Bo happy belated I'm sure that that footage is old happy 50th it might be 51st now I'm sure that that might have been a year ago but wow 50 okay that's that that's really cool so fucking Mike man I don't know and we we touched on this already where she's all about a clean slate she's all about new beginnings and it looked like he was in agreement with that. It looked like, yeah, this is a good idea. I'm down with that. So fucking why are you going to flip out when she's like, so are you going to forgive me? Ah, you always ruin it. And I'm like, dude, like, are you going to fucking move on? Or that is a fair question. That is a valid question. Especially now that he's like, are you going to? And what a shitty way to propose. Like, not will you marry me? Not the traditional, will you marry me? I'm going to get on my knees. I'm going to sit on my ass. And do you want to be my fiance again? You fucking like. Lazy. You know, and she just, that that's what she had to accept. Because she wants that fucking ring. And Natalie, I know they're already married. So it's a moot point to talk about it. But I would have been, uh-uh, no. I would have I raised hell. Like, this is not how it's going down. Yeah. Not with these cameras rolling. This is not cut, cut, cut. We are redoing that, right? <laughs> that scene is a do-over, right? <laughs> Definitely. No, no. And and as much as, you know, we like to poke fun at Natalie and stuff like that, no. This is a moment that shouldn't be taken lightly. And I think her asking for a clean slate is the least. That's a fair question. If you're going to ask me to potentially spend the rest of my life with you, I want to make sure that we're on the same page about moving on and about having a clean slate and putting things in the past. Because if that's where I'm going to be moving forward, it acts like she's the bitch for that. <laughs> what? Fucking Mike, dude. So yeah, like as the season progressed, again, we like to poke fun at Natalie and she's kind of funny and whether or not this is fabricated or not, we still make fun of her. But there are still moments where she does make great points. And I think she's the better person this season, particularly the better person. Yeah, she threw the ring at him and but she's paid her dues. You know, whatever shit that he's put her through is enough. Enough's fucking enough, man. Like, what more do you fucking want? (laughs) Yeah, it goes to show how petty Mike is, you know, yeah. when when Natalie asked if he had forgiven her, he was like, of course not. Like, of what? course not. What? And then why do you give the ring back? Because to me, that action, what it shows is that Mike totally devalue the ring. He totally cheapens this whole proposal because he's like, well, you can have the ring back but I'm still not going to forgive you. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make sense. It doesn't change things. He's still going to hold a grudge against her. That is hella petty. That yeah. is diabolical. I think he's still salty that he oh, got yeah. called out. He got called out for his infidelity. And that just makes it, to me, it just kind of proves that he's guilty of that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, totally. And he's he's not going to let let it go. He's not going to let... Natalie's bullshit go because he's still angry and salty about being called out on national TV for sleeping with his best friend was it yeah (laughs) I mean that's still questionable and subjective but again it's I think the fact that he's being petty and he's trying to make this all about her throwing the ring back at him kind of shows that maybe he is hiding something after all you know so I just want to call out that uh, hairstyle 
the neighbor was rocking. I figured like, why do everyone have like mullets in this, <laughs> this vicinity? Like his mom had it, his Tamara <laughs> chick had it. And I'm like, wow, uh, what, am I missing out on a trend here? Like what's going on? They're trying to bring mullets making back. a comeback. Making a comeback? <laughs> Damn. All right. All right. Drumrolls. Drumrolls. Jovi and Yara. Jovi and Yara. How do we feel about the 90-minute bachelor party? <laughs> hey, Lon, I'm the kind of 90 friend. 90 minutes, two drinks. <laughs> I know. But Lon, I'm the kind of friend that wants to let you know that Tim and Melissa got engaged. <laughs> Who? Tim and Melissa. Cheesesteak. No. Yeah, sorry. This is off topic, but or rather, it's still part of 90 Day Fiance universe. But yeah, I was just trying to use that line, you know, like how Jovi's friends, like I'm the type of I'm friend. I'm the type of friend. It's gonna yeah. bring. It's gonna pay for you all to have fun upstairs. And I'm like, what yeah. fucking jerk, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything of that per se. I think that's kind of, it's custom, you know. I think bachelorette and bachelor parties. For the best friends to make sure the bachelorette, bachelor, you know, have a good time. So I, I didn't necessarily see that. I thought it was a corny line to throw out there because he he used it as a retort or as a comeback. And I was just like, eh, that's corny. But um, wow, I'm still tripping about Tim and Melissa. This is current tea right here. This is this is recently spilled tea right here. So here's the thing. This is another example of us being frauded. So, you know, there's a show on Discovery Plus called 90 Days Bears I saw All. some of the footage and it looked like they were hella fighting still. Exactly. And then the next time, this is like shortly after that, Melissa came on the show again and said, well, I'm happily in a relationship with someone. And then boom comes. And they cut Tim. it off when the person is sitting in the chair and yeah, you just see what's your face go. <gasps> yeah. Apparently that was Tim. He proposed. So now they're engaged. So yeah, all this argument about him having friends who benefit at work. I don't know how much of that is true. Yeah, bullshit. I, I can't mm, I can't believe yeah, it anymore. Exactly. It's yeah. TLC's been playing with our feelings. Yeah. Even lot. on the preview when she's like, wait, there were two co-workers and he's like yeah. three. I'm like, fucking bullshit. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I'm like, dude. And then after that you you propose and she accepted like bullshit. Yeah, no. No. Whatever, dude. Um, Whatever, dude. But yeah, right. I, <laughs> coming back to Yara and Jovi, I have to say, I like seeing Yara loosen up. Like I saw her trying to twerk or trying to, you know, shake a booty. Yeah, that was fun. Of procession, I thought that was really heartwarming. And another scene I like about Yara is the fact that she kind of again loosened up and decided to invite Jovi's mom to the Las Vegas wedding. And I thought that's really nice of her. She was coerced is <laughs> the way I thought I, I so like, I feel like she softened a bit right like she she softened her yeah. approach on like the hey, way Koi put it was she was guilt tripped yeah you can say that too because the mom shed a tear yeah like, now I, I have to like really my, invite her yeah. yeah well my son's getting married and I can't be there you know yeah thank you for at least letting me try on dresses you know like she was really like yeah you know how that Yara like, Yara like, felt okay. guilty about yeah. It. Yeah. but <laughs> i thought that like, she could have been very firm about it but she decides to soften yeah. her approach don't get me wrong i think yara was being genuine because she recognized the kindness that yeah. the mother was showing right. over the past two or three episodes she's we see that she's really starting to warm up to the idea that maybe the mom is really putting an effort to make her feel comfortable and to make yeah. her like Nolens and to make her want to stay. So like the mom's putting in a lot of work to get her to really be comfortable in this environment and be, feel like part of the family. So yeah, I just don't want to say it was completely a guilt trip. I think Yara has a heart and it, yeah. it did. It showed. Yeah. It showed in this episode. And Jovi's mom... Ukrainian women aren't so bad after all. You know what I mean? Like she was really xenophobic in a way. Like she made that comment oh. about like, you know, when, when I heard that Jovi's dating someone from Ukraine, I thought blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, she yeah. obviously had some sort of stereotype, like preconceived notion about 
Ukrainian women, and then she suddenly when she got to know Yara, I'm like, of course, when you get to know someone, obviously yeah. all those stereotypes goes out of the window. But still, though, like the fact that she thought of Yara a certain way, I was like, yeah, that's that's kind of disappointing. But anyway, did you uh, see man? This is gonna sound so misogynistic. I know I apologize in advance. I'm just trying to compliment Yara. I thought she looked fucking hot in that cocktail dress. The first one? The one, the one with the slit going up the leg. And yeah. then she's like, that, 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 what did the mom say? Is that a little high? I was yeah. like, yo, looks she a little bit looks high. fucking hot. I know. <laughs> and Yara knew she looked hot in that dress. She was like, mm, she was like posing for the camera. I was like, gee. <laughs> I felt she was also guilt tripped to pick the second dress. Because the, the mom, was a little yeah, modest or? yeah, it was modest, but I already the forgot first, what that looked like. <laughs> it, it was more covered up. Like, I think it was long sleeve or something. But then I think she also felt the first dress was more Las Vegas ish, right? It's more yeah. meant for a fun wedding. But then I, I thought she would pick that first one, but I'm surprised she picked the second one. I like the second one, but like I thought she would go for the first. Yeah, yeah, that was. That, I don't even know if that was a wedding dress. Like I said, I called it a cocktail yeah, dress. Yeah, it was a cocktail that looked like, dress. That's looked a holiday like, party she's dress. She's ready. Yeah, a yeah. holiday party dress. And even then, it would get like an eyebrow or two. Like, mm. <laughs> yo, yeah. Anyway, congratulations, Yara and Jovi. <laughs> we'll see how she reacts to the bachelor party, but that's on Jovi's buddy. Like, I think Jovi was trying to be responsible and mm-hmm. it, ultimately it's, it's Jovi's choice to go home on time or not. You know, I have no respect for Jovi's friends. When Jovi said, yeah, Yara went to the doctor, she fell. The next sentence, instead of saying, oh, is she okay? She okay? He was like, so we, are we doing this bachelor party or what? Or not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Such a fucking- you fucking jerk. That woman fell and almost lost a baby. You, you know what I mean? Potentially that could have been like a miscarriage or something. And the first thing on your mind was, so are we going out or what? Like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that, that really triggers me. Like the fact that all he thought about was, so are we going out? We're still having this bachelor party or what? Like, come on, man. Did you see Yara's face? Yara was making sure. I think Yara had had this test in her head of like things that needed to be checked off and she was yeah. going to see if 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 Jovi was going to check those things off cuz her face was like she yeah. was just waiting for him to slip up you know and yeah. he's like oh I'm going to talk and I you know we'll see <laughs> he played his cards right and he sits down he's like so what do you think <laughs> you know the other thing that's a real trigger to me is when Jovi said oh I'm glad we're back at my favorite strip club like, what do you mean your favorite strip club? <laughs> that, that yeah, so he has a few, you know. <laughs> oh my god, that's a trigger. Like, if I if I were Yara and I listened to that, I'm like, what do you mean your favorite strip club? I mean, how many are you like visiting? Every it's so New often? Orleans, though. There's like in that particular area, it's densely populated oh <laughs> with clubs. <laughs> yeah, I think all things aside, she was pretty fair on the final thing. Still a bit strict, but what did she give him? Three hours and just don't get two. too messed up? Two two hours. Two hours. Actually, two one hours and, one and, and a half. It was what? one and a half at first, but I yeah. think he was like... Well, I still need to, know, get, he, I need to get home. And he, he was like, okay, two hours max. Yeah. <laughs> but I a mean, true drink maximum for a bachelor party? Not happening. Yeah, but dude, come on. If I were her... And I just came home from the doctor after having an accident. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I would feel a certain kind of way about letting my fiance go to a bachelor party. That's just me. But I get it. Like, it's your once in a lifetime chance to like party it up before you tie the knot. But still, though, I wish he had made an exception. I wish he had made the call to like, you know what? My girl just slipped and fell and had a horrible accident where she almost lost a baby or, you know, that potentially could be threatening to the baby. Let me just stay home with her and postpone this bachelor party or like, you know. They couldn't though because the next day was Vegas and that's the marriage. So that's a tough one to reschedule because if you reschedule it, you're going to reschedule it for a day when you're already married. 
and that's yeah. tough. That's no longer you can't do the bachelor the party things. doesn't have to be like a dirty fun. It could be a clean fun, and that can happen anyway. <laughs> it could be a dinner. I'm sorry, I'm such a stickler. Oh you my can tell gosh, I'm very boring. And that's like me saying bachelorette parties should know it shouldn't just be xyz right yeah <laughs> ladies y'all y'all will call me on that like uh-uh no <laughs> i you know what i have to say this i think it's an american thing to kind of right I, yeah, up, totally you know totally <laughs> yeah so anyway do we want to wrap it up with our wtf moment or is there anything else you want to say so I'm excited to see where Jovi's scene goes next. They're always going to make it seem like he he smashed, right? It's it's, it's probably you know, just a lap dance. It's a lap dance. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, dude, you know, it, it's a club. The friend said, have a good time. But for anyone who's not been to a strip club and who's thinking the worst, it's probably a lap dance. Most it has to be done in a private area because you pay right. extra for that. So it's not exactly. like she can strip and like do it in front of everyone because then right. that's a free show, I'm guessing. Right, exactly. So, okay. you know, and how you feel about lap dances is, is you. I'm fine with lap dances, especially on a bachelor party, setting the context of that. I'm, I'm seeing though where Yara is because I know, I just know not all women feel secure enough in their relationship or in their abilities to keep their men that like they flip out, you know, when like <laughs> with like lap dances and things like that. I don't think Yara has anything yeah. to worry about. I think, I think Jovi knows he has a good thing at home and he's getting married and yeah, he just wants to let loose this, this night. And yeah. Yeah, but and he, has, he has a baby on the way, so he's right. going to be trapped twice in a way, right? Yes. He's going to be locked down by the marriage <laughs> and fatherhood. Like, all happening, like, one after another. So, that lap dance, yeah. better make it count. <laughs> you know what? So, before before we go to WTF moment, that's kind of what surprised me, was that when his friend was like, I got a wife and kid at home, I can't go in there. Ladies, really? Do things really change that much when you're married? I don't think they should. I don't see anything wrong with throwing dollar bills at somebody who's working. She's working, right? We're putting her through college for all we know. <laughs> like, and, and obviously that's extreme. Maybe she just likes making a lot of money because they do. They make a lot of money. But like, come on. Oh, I'm, I'm married and I have a kid. I can't go in there. Like, that's what happens when you get married. That like fun is off limits all of a sudden. You're not cheating. You you know you you know where I'm gonna be at. You know I'm just throwing a couple of dollars at a woman and having a drink with my friends. Like I don't think that's necessarily that bad. So then I I kind of felt bad for that. Like is that what marriage does? He just there's no more fun. No wonder people fucking cheat. <laughs> anyway, think, I, oh, wow, we're going down a rabbit hole. I mean that's just terrible. Okay, anyway, well let's move on. WTF moment. <laughs> I guess so. Conclusion: Long doesn't want women to draw the line at making it rain. I just understand why people don't want to get married. That's it. Like, if that's what marriage is, if marriage is we're not allowed to have fun anymore, harmless fun. Harmless. You know I'm coming home to you. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I get why people are no longer getting Wait, married. I understand where. This is where... <laughs> really a slippery slope because then I can apply the whole Tarzel <laughs> logic here. Like, but you've already won. You've, You've already me. won. <laughs> Why can't I make it rain here? I You've know. already won. <laughs> I can't comment on that, Lon, because I think every couple has their own rules and right. boundaries. So, like every couple some, has their own boundaries. Yeah, some, some women won't cool care. Some are not. Yeah, some women right. won't care, and some will because they feel like it's a slippery slope. Like once you get into the strip club, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't have a tracker on you. I, you know, I'm not big brothering you like 24-7. I don't know what's going to happen in a private space. I think it's just, it's all subjective. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not an expert, so. When I was 19, 20, I was partying with coworkers and I was not in the conversation. I was listening in on it because I was in that circle. And the guy was asking, you know, the other guy, and they were German. I was just listening in. And they were speaking in German. And then I didn't understand what happened, but I saw that the guy was agreeing and laughing. So I said, oh, like, like, what did he say? And he goes, oh, I just asked him where his wife was. And he said, oh, she's partying with other friends. And I said, 
oh, that doesn't concern you, you know, that she's not coming to your work party and meeting us and what time is she going to be home? And then the guy looked at me and he said, and, and he wasn't calling women dogs. Women, I don't want child to get the wrong impression. I think he was making an analogy and I don't want women to be like, he's calling us dogs. No, he's making an analogy and it was smart. And he said, if you give a dog a short leash, mm. when it breaks free, he's going to run away. Yep. A long leash and he breaks free, he'll come back. Yeah. It's the illusion was, of freedom. Right. So like, you know, I, I think what he was trying to say was, look, if I f- make her feel like a prisoner, she's going to want to free herself, yeah. you know, and leave. But if I allow her to have these freedoms, then there's no reason for her to like, she'll always come back. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what he was trying to get at. Yeah. And ladies, that's all I want to say. If I can put a bow on this whole strip club, bachelor party, it really comes down to how secure are you with your partner and boundaries. I guess boundaries are different for everybody. But if you make your relationship feel like a prison, of course, people are going to want to become free of it or or to set themselves free of it. But, you know, if, if you allow yourselves to grow and to grow together and to experience things I think it's a lot healthier. And that's it for that. So, WTF moment. <laughs> no, German men be calling us bitches? What? <laughs> All right, WTF moment. Lon, go. WTF moment for me. And I think I'm glad you added more context to that, Nadia. It was Amira. I was really shocked that she made the decision to continue on with Serbia after the shit she went through with in Mexico City. And then after getting opinions from her family And, you know, that this is something that not just considered, but actually followed through with, but with Nadia's, you know, tea that actually provided a lot of context, I think, and a lot of things to think about. And it, again, made me take a step back and go, you know what, these are people in front of a camera and they're only going to show us, you know, what we want to see sometimes. So yeah, WTF, Amira, you you played us. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) Yeah, you'd be surprised a lot of people are now team Amira's dad. <laughs> Lonnie won't spill his, his alcohol there. <laughs> We've all Save the funny stuff for when I'm not sipping. <laughs> We've all shifted our allegiance to Amira's dad now. So sorry. Sorry, Amira. Sorry, Andrew. We're team Amira's dad. So anyway. Yeah. <laughs> My WTF moment is finding out that Tariq still has... Uh, Minty on his speed dial. What the fuck? WTF. And he's really unwilling to let her go, even though he has Hazel. And Hazel has clearly said that, look, even though I'm looking for another partner, it cannot be Minty. Mm -hmm. And yet, he still can't let go. So, And I don't like how he's shifting the blame to Hazel and making her think that, no, it is your fault for not having the trust. Trust has to be earned and you're not earning her trust right now by contacting Minty or even having Minty in your life in some form, you know? So, yeah. WTF to Tariq. The fuck, Tariq? I know, the fuck. (laughs) Thanks for listening, WTFers. If you love the podcast, you can show your support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. It is appreciated and really helps us out. You can engage with us on email, Twitter, and Instagram at 90 Day Fiance WTF. We especially would like to hear what your WTF moments are each episode, and we might even shout you out. Salon, where can we find you aside from this podcast? <laughs> well, if, if you already follow the page on Instagram, you can find my um, account at Lon underscore like underscore lawn that's l-a-n <laughs> underscore like underscore l-a-w-n and my gaming account at italics plays i am also a streamer so if you're into video games and a less 90 day fiance that's i-i-t-a-l-i-x-p-l-a-y-s thanks nadia and how about you <laughs> i was gonna say air horn insert in air horn <laughs> 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 So for me, if you guys want to get in touch with me and talk about all things uh, Real Housewife other than 90 Day Fiancé or even Harry and Meghan because (gasps) I am 
kind of obsessed with the royal family growing up in a Commonwealth country, feel free to reach out at um, Shri Naja, spelled as S-H-R-I-N-A-D-J-A. That's my Instagram account. And just send me a DM and I'll be happy to engage in any conversation with you. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Long. <laughs> yeah, of course. Happy International Women's Day and uh, happy Women's History Month to all you yes, ladies out there. Yes, shout out to the ladies. You know, it's such a great month to be uh, celebrating women and to me, it's like happy Meghan Markle appreciation. <laughs> happy Meghan Markle appreciation. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Mental health is a serious issue. Let's not downplay that. People are people. So if they need help, they should get help. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> All right. Anything, Lon, that you want to talk about? Ah, uh, we good. Man, did you finish watching uh, Wonder WandaVision? WandaVision? Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Um, as a series, I think it's great. I think the final episode had, had, had some missteps, but overall it was really good. What yeah. is the misstep that you think WandaVision had? When she's like, your name is Ralph Boner, and he's like, Boner. <laughs> oh, right. Like, That's really? a red herring. That is really? a red herring. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, was, yeah. I didn't care for one I don't really like that actor that much and then and that scene just made him. me groan even more just was like oh man come on <laughs> I thought that was Disney's way of tying in the or ex, trying to explain to us like why is Quicksilver that guy because you know before Fox oh the recasting X-Men. of her brother right because Fox ha- casted that guy as Quicksilver in their x-men so i thought it's a it's sort of like a witty slash self-deprecating way of of showing like oh now that we got x-men let's recast this let's use this guy even though our version of quicksilver already died in sokovia right because her brother didn't catch that okay yeah yeah. so i i thought that was kind of clever but also the fact that he wasn't actually Quicksilver. He was Ralph Boner, just uh, yeah. a, an actor or something, right? Like just a bum living in Westview. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was like <laughs> wah wah wah. Yeah, wah wah. Yeah. But I did. I, I um, I thought it was again as as she continues to reveal her her powers. I thought it was a good way to kind of let us know, like you. Th- think you know but you have no idea and it's one like it was it was a huge eye-opener like she's she's op man like she can really do some damage here like and um and then to kind of yeah yeah, and to kind of um to kind of uh make her a questionable character like my brother while we were watching the show my brother was like wait so is is she a bad guy and I don't necessarily know if she's she's bad or good. Like you can't really like Magneto, right? You can't really say he was a bad guy. He yeah. just had a different agenda. Yeah. And I think, you know, at one point you can for some people he might have that might have been a noble agenda for the preservation, you know, of of mutants and and that humankind was just not willing to accept them. So like it puts her in kind of I don't want to say she's like Magneto, but I want I do want to point out that we don't know what are her intentions she could go both ways with this she's yeah. so fucking powerful she hasn't really chosen a side you see that she's willing to not necessarily sacrifice but to if she wanted to she could take over a fucking city <laughs> or town or whatever and have people play their fucking role yeah. to make herself happy yeah right so, yeah you're right so in that way she can be a villain, but you can also see the human side of right. it. Like they try to humanize her by saying, "Like, look, this is her grieving," and yeah, in that process, she, like I would say, mind melt. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she mind fuck a lot of like the entire city of Westview, and that's not cool. But then, yeah. like you know, Monica Rambo feels for her. You know, mm-hmm. she said, "If I had your power, I would do this." I'd ask for my mom. Yeah, I'd ask yeah. for my mom back, and I would do the same. Right? Yeah. So. It's it's a good show when you you're left with such a moral conundrum of yeah. the character that you're like not sure 
should we feel anything for Agatha Harkness? Like, should we feel anything for White Vision? Like, yeah, it's like definitely there should be a continuation to this. So I'm yeah. I, I like the two end credits. It tells me that there's there's more to this, right? There's more to this. Yeah. That was we missed the second one and then we saw it on a review of the of the episode and we were like wait hold on <laughs> and we went back to watch it because we missed that second one we thought the first nugget was like oh okay yeah and then when we saw the second one we were like what is going on yeah did <laughs> yeah. you manage to catch coming to america not yet okay did you i did i wouldn't say it's disappointing it's not a cult classic I would say let's put it that it's way. Not it's not part one. <laughs> it's not part one. It's not the OG, yeah. right? It's, it's not that OG version. Yeah. yeah. It's more of like an homage to what has been done. It's a follow-up, you know, just to kind of yeah. show us where these characters have been or have grown into. And also to kind of in a way celebrate womanhood. Because you gotta mm. watch it. And and I think I now understand why it wasn't released during the Black History Month as a, you know, that it's released in March, which is International Women's Month, I guess, right? The context made more sense, maybe? Yeah, I would say now that I think about it, yeah, I can understand why. So, mm. you know, there's a progressive undertone to it, a lot of silliness to it. A lot, some things are formulaic, but I think that's just pandering to the fans of the original movie yeah 